0: listening to the Cultivate Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Chantel. I'm the owner of a boutique wedding and event planning company, self-made entrepreneur, and I'm just ready to share some awesome actionable tips to help you live a life you truly love and are excited to wake up to every single day full of awesome interviews with top industry professionals, giving you the inside scoop at how to next level your business or get started if you haven't yet. So if you're ready, grab a drink and let's get to it, girlfriend. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Cultivate Purpose podcast. Today, we're going to be talking all about client process. Um, So this is something that we all know as business owners is important to implement a actual client process into our business. That makes our business stand out from another business that may do the same type of service or type of product um, to keep that process original and unique to your clients um, and just kind of make it stand out rather than just, you know, signing a contract, doing the service and saying goodbye. So we're going to kind of go through every single step that is a part of my client process. Um, this is going to be based on my wedding and events, um, clients and just kind of, you know, you can take some tips. Um, if, if it helps kind of shape, you know, your own client process or, um, you just kind of inspires you, then my job is done there. So let's get started. So first things first, obviously we'll start with, um, I receive a lead. Now my leads come from a few different sources. Typically they come from, um, wedding wire is very popular for where I get my leads from and direct referrals. So, you know, people referring my business to somebody, um, you know, I'm in a lot of Facebook groups for planners. So there's a lot of different, um, you know, events that come from that. Uh, if another planner is busy and they want to recommend somebody else, so they'll put it out there. So I've gotten a lot of clients through that process as well. So I'll receive a lead and I have a couple lead, um, kind of generators from my website, uh, my HoneyBook account, which has my contact form on my website as well. And then, um, just like, you know, direct to my email. So wherever it comes from, I just kind of document like to track where they come from just so I can have an idea of where most of my leads are coming from. Um, But so I get the lead. So first thing I do is just kind of, you know, for the most part, they're usually kind of long and they have a lot of detail in them. Um, Sometimes they're just like a quick sentence, you know, I'm interested in your packages. Can I have more information type of thing? So I will just kind of dissect what they had sent over initially, whether it be specific details like the date, um, you know, type of wedding type of services they're looking for. Um, and just kind of note specific things. Maybe they'll mention the venue. So I'll want to touch on that in my response. Um, and then I start to craft my response. I do have a very fast response time. Um, I, I've, believe I'm under 24 hours in my responses. And usually, um, I'm like under 10 hours, depending on what time I get the lead of the, you know, what time of day I get it. I'm usually very quick in responding. So I pride myself on that. I am a firm believer in, you know, the faster you respond, the better. Um, I've seen it work on, you know, so many fronts. So can't stress that enough. Um, early bird gets the worm. I hate that phrase, but (laughs) it's true. (laughs) Um, so I'll get the lead and I'll start crafting my response. I do have a sort of canned saved response that I kind of start with, and it has a lot of great information. It has my inspiration guide, um, with all my packages and pricing and things like that. So I'll send that in the email as well. Um, as well as my calendar link, which will allow them to schedule time for a console. And I mentioned specifically Um, you know, then putting this link in here so you can schedule this consult with me. I like to do video, um, but sometimes it will be a phone call. Um, but just to, you know, get that call to action in there. And, you know, I like to say that, you know, we'd love to hear about the details of your wedding or your event. So this consult is a great chance to really discuss those details and how we can help you. So, you want to make it all about them essentially. Um, so, I send that over in my initial response. And I also, if they did include the wedding or event date, I will check my calendar and make sure that I have nothing else happening. Um, I use Google calendar. I love Google calendar. Um, I love it that I love, I love it because you can color coordinate it. Um, so I have like my personal calendar. I have one for brides and weddings and events. I have stuff for, you know, other things that I have going on in my life. So I just like to check and make sure that that date is available, um, on all fronts of my life. I will put a tentative hold on the date while I'm speaking with them, um, you know, just so if another lead comes in and I, you know, end up saying, yes, I'm available and then they both end up booking me. I don't want that situation of, you know, double booking myself. Um, I still just have myself and my assistant as the planners. So obviously it's not like we have, you know, a couple other planners that I can, you know, have go to that wedding or event if we do get uh, double booked. So I'll send it over, um, you know, like I said, pretty quickly. And for the most part, I knock on wood have been very lucky to getting, um, almost like within a few hours, the client to schedule a consult with me. So I'll do that consult via, um, either zoom or FaceTime. I really like zoom, um, becoming more of a zoom advocate. Um, it's it's just really user friendly and I love that you can record as well. Um, so I've really been utilizing zoom a lot, but sometimes it'll just be FaceTime or even just a quick phone call. Um, so then, you know, we'll schedule that consult and then we will, um, you know, pursue the consult. So during the consult, it's a lot of just kind of, you know, answering their questions that they have, um, telling them about myself and my, you know, history, um, my business and some of my experiences. Some are pretty basic. Some get into more detail and ask a lot of questions. Um, you know, a lot of questions sometimes. So it really depends time wise, um, you know, how long they run, but typically between 10 and 20 minutes is kind of the average. So from there, um, we'll complete the consult and I'll let them know that based on what we discussed today, I will send over a proposal, which I use uh, HoneyBook for. And that's been really awesome with like the messaging, uh, platform, you know, the messaging, uh, feature within the platform and being able to just kind of send that proposal over. And, um, I do that Almost always within the same day, um, unless it's like later in the day, then I'll do it the very next morning. Um, but I like to get that out right away so I'm fresh in their mind and um, you know just get that done. I also like HoneyBook because you can see if they've viewed it, um, and it kind of the process of the um, the lead within HoneyBook it moves it kind of to the next step on its own, like automatically. So. When it's first a lead, then, pro- uh, yeah, proposal sent, and then, you know, proposal paid or contract signed, um, you know, it kind of moves it into those steps as each action happens. So, I've been really loving it, and um yeah, they usually have lots of, you know, opportunities for discounts, so definitely check out HoneyBook. <laughs> um, so, moving on, once the proposal is sent, I really just kind of wait a day at the very most and I'll send a follow-up email just making sure that they got it um you know see if they have any questions and again just kind of staying in the forefront of their mind and then um it's kind of just a waiting game but again I've been very lucky for the most part to hear back generally within a couple of days after I've sent that sometimes they need a little bit longer to just kind of review everything and um you know, kind of move forward in their decision. Um, and then it just kind of goes into either they book me or they don't. Um, so we'll just kind of move forward in, you know, they do decide to go ahead and book me. Um, we'll get the contract signed and I require a 50% deposit of the total, um, rate that I had quoted them. And, um, We'll get that done and I will move them into planning stage and then I will put the official um, block on that date for their wedding on my Google calendar so that it's officially, you know, a booked um, event. And then I add them into also aisle planner, which is more so for like weddings, um, but I use it for other types of events as well. It's a really great platform. And it has a lot of great planning tools, uh, kind of, you know, specifically for weddings. But again, it's great for other events too. Um, So I'll get them into that platform just because um, I like that platform more for the client side of things. And just the kind of um, way that it caters to weddings. So it just really feels like an extra bonus for my clients. And um, I also mentioned that in... You know one way or another prior to booking or just after booking that you know they do receive access to this platform where they can utilize all of the planning tools for their day so i'll get them into into both of those platforms and from here we'll kind of just get into the planning process so i break out my checklist um you know depending on the type of event or wedding and just start kind of gathering all of the information I can from them in terms of if they have any vendors booked, um, you know, kind of getting all of their information. Most of the time, uh, my clients have some kind of doc, like Google doc that is full of their details of what they've kind of been doing so far. Um, I feel like this day and age, um, especially couples, they're just so much more organized and prepared. So, you know, they're really active in the planning process, which is great. And I love that. Um, A lot of my clients just really are involved and kind of that type A personality. But at the same time, they're always almost always so laid back and just really kind of down for, you know, whatever. Um, So I really love my clients and I'm really lucky in that front. So and then from the planning, obviously, um, we will get to the event date and, um, we'll execute the event. Um, I don't really want to go into too much detail on that, but, um, obviously the date will happen. And then from there, um, you know, I don't really end just like the event or wedding is over and then, you know, we say bye and that's the end of it. Um, so my process really kind of moves on to, past the event. So I will send them a thank you gift and kind of a wedding gift type of thing after, um, you know, the services have been completed. And then I will, um, send over like my follow-up email, um, which has, you know, where they can review me and leave, you know, those reviews on, um, the different platforms. And then, um, I keep them in my calendar and I set an, uh, alert or, you know, reminder on my Google calendar that, um, for that following year so that I can send them an anniversary card. And I also send, depending on what, like h- upcoming holiday is around, um, typically I try to send for Christmas, you know, like their first Christmas and, um, and then their anniversary. All right, guys. So now that we've kind of covered... Um, A little bit of what my process looks like, I just want to kind of go over some tips and tools just to kind of get you started if you're like having no clue where to start. Um, And I do hope if you do have a client process in place that this did inspire you either way to just kind of fine tune it and, you know, really make it stand out and make it unique to your clients and something that makes you memorable to them. Um, it is something that just kind of grows with you over time and believe me, it's a work in progress and it is something that took a couple of years to really just fine tune for myself as well. Um, but I'm really confident now in my process and the professionalism that comes off from that process. And, um, I just really hope that it inspires you all as well. Um, so just a couple tips. First of all, have a plan. You really want to understand what your end result is for a client so that you can break down that process kind of from that backwards, um, you know, view, uh, just to kind of know what you need to do to get there and what steps you're going to take and just the different things that you'll need to do for that client to get to that end result. Um... Another tip is to be organized. Have some kind of online system. Um, there's so many out there from Honeybook to Asana, um, Dubsidu, and Trello. You know, there's so many out there that you can utilize that can work for you with whatever you need um, for it to do with different, you know, different features and things like that um, that may fit your own business better um, for what you need to do. But just have some kind of online tool that you know will help you stay organized and just kind of keep that system consistent so you'll want to track what you're doing and you know do the same thing for each client um, and then my next tip was online tools again, you know utilize those online invoices like square um, or stripe um, you know just to make yourself appear more professional the online platforms that send over the proposal. You know, I already, my first one that I sent out, um, you know, I booked the client because she said that she was just confident in my process already and the professionalism that was being portrayed by that online platform and, um, that proposal and everything just being in that system, um, just gave her that confidence in my business and my ability to, you know, work with her, um, for her big day. So, you know, just keeping that in mind when you're sending emails or, you know, sending things with attachments, you know, it just kind of can get messy. Um, so yeah, that's my spiel on that. (laughs) Um, and then of course just be professional and respectful. Um, you know, be sure to edit what you're sending the clients. Um, you know, ABC check, edit, uh, you know, just kind of review it, read it out loud to yourself. And just make sure that what you're portraying to those clients is really what you want to be portraying. Um, you know, I know we're all in a rush to get that proposal over, to get that first email out, um, but take that extra time to just really make sure that you are, you know, showing them your best face from the start. And then my last tip is, you know, understand what they want. So be sure to listen you know, actively listen, take notes, understand what they need and their initial, you know, wants and desires and concerns from the start so that you can show them that you are fully capable of handling those things and just making the process a smooth one for them. So, I really hope again that this inspired you in some way and just kind of gave you some ideas for your own process. And I'm really excited to see some of your own processes. Maybe you have some things that, you know, I may, um, you know, like to hear about. So definitely if you're not in the Facebook group already, get on in there because there's lots of stuff happening and, um, it's a great way to just connect and, you know, bring up your ideas and share other ideas with others. And, um, yeah, so I will see y'all next time. Thanks for listening.